You are now listening to the sound of an emergency, sound of sanity. An emergency that happened like three days ago, but I'm just now getting around to stamping my foot into the fire to put it out. This is Nathan, your humble and obedient host, and I am here to clarify our COVID position. Because we did a little hot take on President Biden's remarks on Friday. And I'm here to follow up and make sure that the sound of sanity position on COVID is clear. Because you'd be forgiven for not thinking that it was after our amazing episode on Friday. Where we were just very rawly responding to the thing that happened. Which is President Biden got on microphone and said how we were messing up the country by not getting vaccinated and he had no patience left for something like 80 million Americans, many of your friendly, humble podcasters included in them, and that he was going to do all these new restrictions on businesses and stuff like that and grab all kinds of power. And we weren't happy about that on the podcast, and I think you could tell. And so that was kind of the nature of our hot take. But you'd be forgiven for thinking based on that, that the main sound of sanity position is down with Biden, down with Biden, no vax, no vax. And that is not true. The sound of sanity position, just to be very clear about this, is freedom of conscience, which includes freedom from the progressive power grab We are not all about the progressive power grab, but it also includes freedom from people telling you exactly what you need to do in the name of Jesus. We all have different contexts. We all have different reasons to wear masks or not wear masks, to get vaxxed or not get vaxxed. I think there are some very compelling reasons to do it and some very compelling reasons to not. And this is like a really personal thing, and we all have really strong opinions about it. And on Sound of Sanity, we are not going to come down hard one way or another as to what you should do. You got to do you. This is an issue of conscience. And churches can figure out what they need to do, and people can figure out what they need to do. And, And the last thing that you need is for me... Nathan Alberson, or for Pastor Jake, or for Pastor Ben, to tell you exactly what you need to do in your context. You really should. This is a conscience issue. This is a wisdom issue. And it's something that you should have freedom to make up your mind about. So there are two equal and opposite things that we do not appreciate on this podcast. Number one, we don't appreciate President Biden binding your conscience to do it. And number two, we don't appreciate churches and internet celebrities and Christian people uh, building their brand by binding your conscience not to do it or to do it. But in our conservative sphere, it's going to be more people binding your conscience not to do it. That's, That's not cool, actually. And does that mean that I don't think that people should provide wisdom and should talk out the issue and should be able to express an opinion? No. No, no. Okay, so what's the difference between providing wisdom and talking out your opinion and all that sort of thing and binding someone's conscience? Well, it's like the fellow famously said about pornography. I know it when I see it. I know it when I see it. I'm not going to tell you exactly what the difference is, but we all know that there's a difference and we all pretty much know 
what conscience binding is. It's, it's, it's the people that elevate this whole thing to a moral tier one issue. It's Joe Biden. He's doing it, saying essentially that 80 million Americans are ruining this country, that we are out of patience with them, that they are basically wicked in the moral paradigm of Joe Biden. You are wicked if you do not get vaccinated. In the moral paradigm of many Christians, you are wicked if you do. Certainly of many people, again, in the conservative little world that we podcast in and interact with online from time to time. This is just a conscience issue. And I really think that's the sanest thing that anybody on the internet can say. I just said what someone in my position should be saying. Now I can talk about why I might not want to be vaccinated or why I got vaccinated or, you know, there are things that we can talk about, but I need to leave some space for someone to disagree with me. And that is just like something that's not understood in rhetoric and in argumentation today. I don't think, I think it's just because all masculinity has died in our culture. Like masculinity is just dead. And with it, masculine conflict has just taken a long walk in the sticks and is just like people don't know how to fight. They don't know how to argue. We have we live in a very emasculated, effeminate culture where everyone's supposed to get along and you know, it's it's about how you feel and your emotions. So there's all that and we all know that that's true. But then when people try and reclaim the culture, when they try and reclaim masculinity, when they try and rebuke each other, have good conflict, be iron sharpening iron because they've never seen it done. They don't really know how to do it. And so they come on way too strong, actually. And this doesn't explain 100% of what's happened with COVID, but it is a small part of it. People just come on so strong, so bellicose, so belligerently, just saying like, you got to do this. And there's no way, and only an idiot would do this other thing. And that's actually not the way to convince anybody. It's not generally the way to be loving. And it's not a good way to argue your point. Because nobody likes being backed into a corner. It's, it's what felt so nasty about what President Biden did is he took 80 million Americans and he backed us all into a corner and basically said, you're evil if you don't agree with this. And nobody likes feeling that way. You know, am I saying that we can't call a spade a spade? Am I saying that we can't call out wickedness where we see it? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But so many of us are so obsessed in the conservative Christian sphere with calling a spade a spade, with calling out wickedness, that we forget to do things like be kind and do things like keep our mouths shut when we should keep our mouths shut and do things like leave a little bit of space. Like when you're arguing with somebody and you're trying to convince them of a wisdom issue, not like a either you fornicated or you didn't. But a issue like, here's my argument for why you should get vaccinated, or here's my argument for why you should resist a vaccination mandate. When you're arguing about something like that, you actually want to leave space for the other person to move in your direction without coming all the way. Because, especially among men, like that's how you actually get things done. You leave a little space for the guy to move towards you without actually coming all the way over to your side. You don't back him into such a corner that the only thing that he can do is bow the knee completely to your point or say, no way, Jose, I will never bow the knee to that point. I'm going to stand up and defy that point. 
You don't want to give people those two choices because if you give a man, especially those two choices, any man worth his salt is going to choose defiance, right? I had to learn this lesson the hard way because I come from a church culture where we were taught that we were supposed to love each other through rebuke, through discipline, through telling the truth, that actually truth was more important than feelings, that truth trumped relationships. And so as a young man, I had this very belligerent idea. Sorry, belligerent. I don't know why belligerent is the word of the day, but I had this idea that I just had to go out and make the truth, not my truth, but the truth known. And if somebody was acting in a way that was contrary to the, tr- the truth, I needed to use everything in my arsenal to take that person down, to destroy their argument, to tear it to shreds, to leave them with nowhere to turn, nowhere to run, nothing to do but to embrace the truth. Oh, hallelujah, the truth. And I got myself in so much trouble because everybody hated me and no one wanted to listen to me. And I would talk to people who knew better than me. And I would put my foot down. I mean, I can think, I don't really want to share the stories because they're embarrassing, but there were a number of embarrassing situations where I had to go back and apologize to somebody because I was fighting so hard to make my point. Coming out of the gate, you know, with my guns blazing, standing for the truth. And it's it's, it's like, it's an overcorrection. It's a bombastic, hyperbolic overcorrection. You have to actually learn to work with people to be kind, and to argue and stand for the truth. There's definitely times to say, here I stand, I can do no other. Even with your friends, even with your loved ones, there's places to do that. But you got to know how to do the dance with people. You got to know how to have a tone, and you got to know how to have people's hearts. You got to know how to love people in such a way that they respect you and they want to come along. That's an important part of leadership, and it's an important part of argumentation. Your opponent should want to give you the point. That's an important part of arguing. That doesn't make me effeminate, actually. The people that are effeminate are the people who just go rah, 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 and try and crush their opponent and lose every time. It's effeminate to lose every time because you don't have the patience or the faith or the willpower to do it correctly, <laughs> to, to have patience with people, to be kind to people. To be nice, dare I say, to be nice as we talk about. So I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent here, but the point is everything in our country is so bifurcated. You are given these choices. Either you take the vaccine and you are saving America or you choose not to and you are destroying everything we hold dear and you are killing people and you are making the world unsafe. Either you are with us or you were with them. There's that perspective. You know, that's the liberal perspective I just gave. But then the conservative perspective, to, to, to our shame, we do the same thing. You know, either you are defying tyranny, either you are standing up to the tyrants that would crush us under our, our, their boot heels, or you are a coward that got a vaccine. It's like, you know, there might be a place where, you know, can we imagine a reality where it's possible for me to stand up to tyranny, to, to go protest at my local abortion mill, to not wear a mask where it's not appropriate, to do all kinds of things. But also, like, I, I, I think I should get vaccinated because I'm high risk. You know, I'm actually high risk. 
I'm obese, right? I border on morbid obesity. I'm a big guy, medically speaking. I am at a much higher statistical risk for COVID. So maybe there's a reason for me to get vaccinated. Maybe not, you know? Uh, We could talk about that kind of thing, but it's hard to have those kinds of discussions in a space where it's all us versus them and there's no common ground. And yes, I realize that the Democrats have made it that way and the liberals have made it that way. But when our response is to be just as two-dimensional, just as belligerent and just as unkind, we're not getting anywhere. I mean, I, I, I guess I just don't see that as I started to open up last time a little bit, I don't see the Apostle Paul going before Felix or going before Festus or talking to the Roman legionnaires and saying, you tyrants, you tyrants, you are ruining my life. I stand against you. I don't see Daniel doing that. I don't see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego having that attitude. I don't see David having that attitude with Saul. There are a lot of people in the Bible who have a very godly, kind, and humble response to some really wicked authority figures. Saul was trying to kill David, and it was wicked of him. And David resisted being killed. He stood up to the tyrant in some sense. He saved his own life. But he never dared say a bad word against Saul at the same time. And we kind of have to have that attitude with President Biden. I hate to say it, but we kind of have to have that attitude. He is our president. He is our authority figure. We cannot just portray him as a buffoon. And, you know, if we did that in our last episode a little bit when we were so raw, well, maybe that was wrong. Maybe that was wrong. We must actually have respect for Dr. Fauci, for President Biden, for all the people that are making these difficult decisions, for all the tyrants that are making these oppressive decisions. You should have respect for them. Honor your father. It's the fifth commandment. It's, it's one of the ten. Authority is very important to God. Deference to authority is very important to God. And does that mean that we shouldn't resist tyranny? No. It just means there's a time and a place and a way to do it. And the time and the place and the way to not do it is to just be like, uh, meh, all churches should stand against these mask orders. You should leave your church if they, they care about masks or have a different opinion on vaccination. <sighs> We should have a lot of humility. When we're going through a pandemic, we should have a lot of humility and we should have a lot of grace and, and we should have a lot of understanding and, and we should be loose and we should be easy with our fellow believers and we should be calling each other towards humility. Always, 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 we should be calling each other towards prayer and towards humility, towards sackcloth and ashes, towards saying, I'm sorry, God. The church actually has led the way into this wicked culture. The church is allowed. It's not just they're being punished and Christians are being punished along with them. It's we're all being disciplined by God. And so we need to have humility for that. And I can say all that and I can still believe that the fact that here in Evansville, the schools are asking children to mask is ridiculous. I hate it. I feel so bad for the parents and for the kids. I think people should attend those board meetings. I think they should stand up to the school board. I think there might be a time or a place to start a new school, to pull your kids out. You know, there's all kinds of things that we can do, but we need to do them with a tone of respect and with a tone of sweetness and with a tone of humility. 
we need to actually have humility before God. And God knows I don't have the humility that I should. And it's hard when you're doing a podcast. You want to take a strong opinion. It's more entertaining to take a strong opinion than to take a middle opinion. It's, 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 it makes a better show if you can be strong about things. So, so I get why people can be sometimes even more sort of aggressive than they actually feel about some of these issues on Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok, in their podcasts, stuff like that. It's, it's very natural to end up being aggressive about this stuff. But we should have humility and, and, and we should have faith. And even if you think that no church should ever mask up, that no one should get a vaccine, that it is a moral issue, that we all must stand against it. You can have that point of view with humility. You can have that kind of, you can have that point of view with kindness. And you should. And you should. I think what Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, and the progressives are doing is absolutely wicked. Let me just say it again. I've said it several times now in this podcast, but I just, I want to be absolutely clear. I think what they're doing is a power grab at this point. I think it's obvious that it's a power grab. I think there is a time and a place for all of us in our own ways, in our own communities to stand against it. But let's not act like so ridiculously black and white about this whole thing. So reductive about this whole thing. Let's not act like if, if, if I go and get a vaccine, I've given the game away. Or if our church decides it's in the best interests given our community to mask up. Now, Church of the King has not decided that. But if we did, I, I would hope that other churches and other people that are talking and thinking about these things would have respect for that, would have patience with it. You know, I, I think I've accurately represented the points of view of Jake and Ben, but let's call this the Nathan's Point of View podcast. It just isn't, you know, since I'm talking about deference, let me not stand on the institution that is this podcast even. Let me, let me just say, I'm talking for myself here. I think I'm also talking for them. But, and, and, and me and Jake talked about me doing this before I did it. But, you know, officially, let me say for myself that I think there are two kinds of tyranny. One is the tyranny that comes from the radical left trying to grab all the power and run all of our lives and using this pandemic as an excuse to do it. And the other is the tyranny of people who want to bind your consciences as to the perfect way to respond to that. And I reject both. And I hope that our listeners do too. And I hope they don't hear me making space for one of them when I go and knock the other one. Let me hold a complicated point of view. Give me, give, give all of the people that you listen to the dignity of being allowed to hold a complex three-dimensional point of view. And that is the rantiest rant that I have ever given. And I was more than happy to do it. Go to patreon.com forward slash a sound of sanity to support this podcast until next time stay sane